Zoning, the laws, rules, and regulations that help preserve predictable controls of land use and development across a community determine what that community will look like, at least from a structural point of view. But how does it work? Does it change over time? And why is it important for affordable housing? I'm Abby Matheson, and this is the Arlington Advocates podcast, A-Town. So zoning is really kind of the underpinning of every community that dictates what can and cannot be built, and what should or should not be protected. It communicates both things, actually. That's Jenny Rake, Director of the Department of Planning and Community Development in Arlington. Um, And all different types of development and regulations that apply under zoning, including things about how um, a building can be built on a particular uh, lot um, or parcel, um, what uses are allowed in that particular building on a lot, in a parcel, um, how those uses intersect with a neighborhood, um, what um, parking is required or not required, um, what um, what is a conf- what conforms to current zoning versus what is non-conforming and therefore may require some sort of special permit or variance process, um, sort of a different review. What is allowed by right, as in a property owner has the right to apply for a, um, a permit to be able to develop what they're allowed to develop versus what has um, additional controls or reviews through a special permitting process. Communities like Arlington are broken down into a number of zones where a variety of zoning rules apply. What are those zones? So um, in Arlington, for example, um, and in most communities, you have residential use zones, you have business zones or districts, um, you have industrial zones still in a lot of communities, Um, you might have an open space district, you might have overlay districts, and an overlay simply means that you have an added um, capability as a property owner to um, access other uses for your property. So there's underlying zoning, which is kind of like the base zoning versus the overlay, which might include things like special protections for uh, water resources or um, incentives to create more housing and mixed-use development. Usually there's some other type of zoning that relates to transportation or conservation protections as well. Actually, the zoning map that we have and all of the zoning districts have remained the same, relatively speaking, since 1975, which was the last time prior to this year when the town completely recodified the zoning bylaw. What is zoning recodification? So the recodification process, which was um, now we have a new bylaw, and the new bylaw is reorganized in a way so that people can easily understand, you know, the, the districts, the uses, the rules and regulations that relate to those districts and uses, um, and understand also a little bit about the permitting process, but then uh, creating sort of a companion document that helps people to understand and navigate their way through that permitting process. So weeding that out of the zoning bylaw to become very heavily laden with administrative rules and regulations. So we teased a lot of that out. We also teased out a lot of very kind of legalese which is basically drawn directly from Mass General Law Chapter 40A. We didn't need to repeat a lot of that language. Some of it we kept because there were some uh, strong feelings about the need to um, reiterate uh, the intention of state law, even though we have the power to control it locally. Um, So we kept some of those things, but we tended to tease out a lot of that regulatory, um, the the citations to state law um, where it was repetitive. 
Um, and then we also organized it in a way so that you could actually find definitions and find information much more easily than what had been in the previous zoning bylaw, where because it had been amended over so many years, a lot of things like definitions included rules. Um, rules included, you know, a footnote that had a definition. So you, you'd find things a little bit of a little bit of everything everywhere instead of being able to easily navigate it, which is where it's sort of reset to be at now. How has zoning changed over the years? The, the funny thing is, <clears throat> zoning has not changed very much in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts since the 1970s. Um, and there's a lot of different groups that have pushed for decades to reform um, the state's Zoning Act, which is uh, Mass General Law Chapter 40A. So it hasn't really changed very much since 1975. And a lot of communities during that time period were both uh, reacting to the fact that there was more growth and development that was occurring in a lot of communities in Massachusetts, particularly in Metro Boston. Um, So it was at the 1970s into the 1980s, there was a a large amount sweep of development. So there were there was a need to create greater controls. And a lot of communities ended up updating their zoning bylaws in that time period. Many communities make modest amendments or other amendments year over year, as we um, reflected on earlier this year during the recodification process, the zoning bylaw in Arlington had been through like 400 plus amendments since 1975. But that's pretty common. How can zoning impact affordable housing? Because zoning can be used as a method of controlling the type of development that a community wants to have. Mm -hmm. Um, It can restrict a certain amount of housing density. It can restrict the number of units. It can restrict the size of units. Um, And it can do things that create um, dynamics within a local housing market that can create um, pressures on affordability. So zoning can be an effective tool to either um, incentivize or encourage higher density or include affordability um, as a method of both protecting but also encouraging increasing affordability. Um, So zoning is pretty key actually in um, both on the side of um, density, which is how many housing units you can have per per acre or per parcel, um, and then also in terms of encouraging affordability, um, including things like inclusionary zoning, which could say that um, a certain percentage of units should be affordable if you're planning to develop more than, a, more than six uh, units of housing, for example, in Arlington. That's the case. What's next for zoning in Arlington? Recodification is over, officially. We, we, we finished that, closed out that chapter. So there were, you know, there are some things that I think that because they came up during the recodification process, we'll definitely be revisiting them. You know, things that people, both uh, citizens discovered and then you know, committee members, working group, the redevelopment board, we've all identified sort of quirks within the zoning bylaw that we want to get back to, but they raise some important policy questions that we weren't going to address for the, through the recodification process because that was much more of a reorganization effort, as I outlined. Um, so that that that's the kind of next part of you know just continuing to close that out. Um, but we're actually working on things like by right multifamily housing. Um, as I mentioned, the importance about housing affordability is that you can do certain things by right, which includes the development of multifamily housing as long as it meets certain standards. So we are going to be moving forward with a proposal to amend the bylaw for that. 
um, and then also proposal to potentially amend the bylaw to allow accessory dwelling units, which is something that could accommodate a number of different populations um, in uh, one, a single family home, but creating an accessory unit for you know, people with disabilities, for a caregiver, for families, um, so that we can, again, make more homes affordable in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're looking at updates to the sign bylaw, which is currently in three different bylaws, not just the zoning bylaw, um, and some updates to the business districts as well, where there's some, again, some things of that are reminiscent of the 1975 update that no longer apply to today's uh, standards for doing economic development. Why is it important for people to understand zoning? Because I think it's important for people to understand both, you know, their own property rights and then how how that lives within the context of creating a neighborhood and creating community. Um, the purpose of the bylaw, which was a, a kind of a focal point during the recodification process, is very important. What emo- What it really communicates is that we have a community here. It's not about everybody's individual perspectives or their individual rights but it's about the the spirit of the community. Our podcast is written, reported, edited, and produced by me, Abby Matheson. Our music is Modulation of the Spirit by Little Glass Men, and our logo was created with the help of graphic design wonder kid Sophia Berardinelli. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of A-Town. In the meantime, we want to hear your questions about Arlington. You can send it to us by emailing arlington at wickedlocal.com, That's A-R-L-I-N-G-T-O-N at wickedlocal.com or by filling out the survey in the show notes. Did you know that A-Town is now available on Apple Podcasts? Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can stay up to date with even more local news by visiting us online at arlington.wickedlocal.com or by following us on Twitter where we are the underscore advocate, on Instagram where we are wickedlocalarlington, or on Facebook. We'll see you around town.